in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Peltner. In today's program we talk about the new diesel technology and have a conversation with musical genius Carlos Peron. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Bonn. Six German institutions have been named elite universities by a commission of academic and political representatives in Bonn. Berlin's Free University, RWTH Aachen University and universities in Freiburg, Göttingen, Heidelberg and Constance were added to a list that already includes two schools in Munich and one in Karlsruhe. The nine elite universities will benefit from a total of 1.9 billion euros in extra research funding over the next five years. Most of the money will come from the federal government. Weimar. Germany's famed Anna Amalia Library has been reopened three years after a fire destroyed some 50,000 historic books. It costs 13 million euros just to restore the 16th century Rococo building to its former glory. Works by the astronomer Nikolaus Copernicus were lost forever, but others, including a 1543 Martin Luther Bible, were rescued. The library's entire collection is expected to be completed by 2015 at a total cost of 50 million euros. Washington a team of students from Germany's Technische Universität Darmstadt won a week-long competition on the National Mall for the best, most efficient and well-engineered solar home. The Solar Decathlon required construction of an exclusively solar-powered home that uses no more electricity than it's generated by its solar panels over a five-day period. The German team was cited for its use of passive heating and cooling, photovoltaics and its smooth integration of technology into the overall design of the one-bedroom home. A highlight of the house was a system of oak louvers on three sides that had solar cells embedded into them, so they not only provided shade but also power. Berlin a museum of broken relationships has opened in Berlin. At first glance it looks as if someone had assembled the remnants of a flea market. A bicycle hangs from the wall, while rings, teddy bears, socks, fluffy pink handcuffs and various ornaments are on display. But each of the objects were once full of meaning for someone. The traveling exhibition asks people to donate the mementos of everything from their fleeting infatuations to painful divorces. Originating in Croatia, the show has since rolled through Sarajevo, Maribor and Ljubljana and has now amassed over 200 objects. Next stops are Belgrade, Skopje and Stockholm and there are even plans to go global with possible shows in Tokyo, New York and Sao Paulo.
Last week, Audi and Volkswagen invited guests and journalists to a German Tech Day in San Francisco. With a lot of manpower and effort, the two German car makers introduced the new generation of diesel motors. I have to admit I'm a diesel engine fan and like to rent diesel cars whenever I can in Germany. They are fuel efficient, clean but still very, very powerful. After the forum, I talked to Wolfgang Hatz, head of the powertrain development at the Volkswagen Group. Audi is owned by Volkswagen. Mr. Hatz, why did it take so long to get the diesel technology over here? We, we are, let's say, already in the market with our Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah? Uh, we have a population of 900,000 diesel cars, yeah? Beetles and uh, Jettas here in the US market. Um, uh, so we are number one in diesel here in the US on passenger cars. But we have to say the problem what we have here in, uh, it, in, uh, in the United States is that uh, the diesel image was, let's say, damaged in the 80s with the lousy diesel engines uh, of the V8, uh, of the V, uh, V8 uh, diesel from Buick, I believe the car was. Yeah. So everybody thought diesel is slow, lousy engine, yeah, and smokes, yeah. And now everybody is surprised if they drive now modern diesels here in the U.S. They are very much surprised that it's not a diesel, that is impossible, and this is so powerful. I have very often uh, the experience when we are doing our test drives here in the United States, when they say then they have driven, let's say, the V6 or the V8 TDI, they say this was the best engine we tested all over here. So it will take time in this country to convince the people that diesel is a technology of the future, but it will come, it will start small, but it will grow extremely fast, I'm quite convinced. But when I rent cars in Germany, I mostly pick an A3 or A4 diesel, great cars, fuel efficient. Why are they not already over here? Uh, the problem was for sure the emission level, yeah. Uh, we have here, in, especially here in California, we have the most stringent emission levels in the world. Uh, we have no uh, um, difference between diesel and gas engines. So it was really for very, very ambitious to fulfill the most stringent em, uh, emission levels on NOx, on, 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 uh, on hydrocarbons. We never had a problem with the diesel. The diesel is much better on hydrocarbon than a gasoline engine. But the problem have always been the NOx emissions. And now we have, let's say, developed with our modern, late, late uh, uh, last generation diesel engines. We have now the opportunity, in combination with an active after-treatment system for NOx, to fulfill now these most stringent uh, emission levels. And uh, I have to add also, yeah, this is a good thing now, first, uh, the, 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 the situation is now that just now we have introduced in the United States a sulfur-free fuel, yeah, well, the low sulfur fuel, yeah. Without that, that would not be even possible, yeah, and to have an, an active after-treatment, an active NOx after-treatment. So that was also the reason why it was not possible. What do you think of the hype about the hybrid cars in the US and Canada? Hybrid is uh, a way where you can spend a lot of money to save fuel. Yeah, It's a very costly technology. And I'm quite sure if Toyota should have, would have to, to produce just hybrid cars, so they would be bankrupt in less than three months. Yeah. So from my point of view, it's a hype. Yeah. 
and long medium term also Toyota will realize that if you look at the additional cost and here in the United States we cannot get a big premium on technology like hybrids or diesel that is a problem um, these extra costs will uh, in comparison to the to the to the advantage of what they have in fuel uh, uh, economy is not in a good balance so my feeling is that there might be a niche market still there yeah but you see now also what I when you now go to the Toyota dealer they, they always all, all, all already start with incentives on the on the Prius car yeah? so you see the hype is becoming smaller and smaller and if I look at the, let's say actors in Hollywood going with an hybrid to their private chat so please don't talk about uh, saving the nature but the Hollywood actors are not really the big market I think a while ago I read an article that said the German car companies lost market share because of the hybrid. Is that so? No, that is not true. Yeah. Um, uh, back to the hybrid, then let's say Audi was the first one who had a hybrid car in production. Yeah? Perhaps it was too early at that time. But we know the cost about this car. Yeah? We would never have made money out of this car. That is a problem. And the same thing is, if you would have to produce, let's say, a big share of your production on hybrids, you would lose money like hell because the customer is not willing to pay, let's say, uh, more amount he's uh, saving fuel. Yeah. In the end, it's a balance. What can I save fuel, and what is uh, and a hype is a hype and goes down. In the end, it has to be efficient. It has to make fun. That's the next next thing. Yeah. If 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 you have a a, a, a car which is Uh, very very good on fuel economy but has absolutely no fun to drive then the people they will do it in the beginning but then in medium term they will not buy the car so that is also a very important thing all German car companies are going to introduce the new diesel technology are you somehow working together to get on the US and Canada market no we the uh, let's say in the German uh, car manufacturer association VDA We are, we are talking about that because we have to prepare this market together in order to prepare it for the diesel. The, the time is due, I believe. And uh, so we work there very close because we have also to fulfill uh, emission requirements but also OBD requirements. So we are talking to, to, uh, uh, um, to CARB and uh, EPA. Yeah? in order to, fill the, to fulfill these regulations and to find the way how we can fulfill them. And uh, this we do all, always, or not, not always, but sometimes together, yeah. But we keep informed because we have in, in the end the same uh, interest, yeah. We want that the, the diesel TDI will have the same success story like in Europe. And uh, for that reason, we have to work together. Do you get any support from German politicians? I think here in the in, in the in the in the North American market we have not really a support from German politicians. Yeah, I think uh, we have a good relationship to the German politicians. I am, for example, partner of the roundtable for biofuels in Berlin. Yeah, and there I am always in discussion with the ambient minister of Germany, Gabriel. Yeah, and also. Um, And, and there we work very close together, yeah. And uh, uh, so I think each country has uh, needs uh, 
to decide whether they uh, what they need. I had a very good support from uh, the old boss from Corp, uh, uh, from Bob Sawyer. He was uh, um, supporting our TDI strategy very much. When we did the Blue Tech announcement last year in Los Angeles, yeah, uh, just in November last year, yeah, he was uh, speaking the keynotes yeah, in the beginning, yeah, and he was the, the, the boss of the Corp. Yeah. So we find here in this country also people and politi politicians who supporting us because they understand if we would have increased the diesel share here in the United States, you could really reduce the import of raw oil dramatically or even make it to zero. And I think this country here it needs energy, a lot of energy. So a politic who is reducing the need of energy is a good politic. You're introducing the diesel technology from Audi and Volkswagen in San Francisco. Why here in California? Can this state be compared to the German situation? In California, we are here in California because here in California there are the most stringent emissions levels. So in the moment we, uh, we could not sell, uh, let's say, our Jetta for example here in California. Yeah? We just could sell the SUV but who has a very, very uh, um, a much higher emission level till now. Yeah? Now, well changed. Now SUVs have the same emission levels like passenger cars. And now the time is over also on SUVs with, uh, in, uh, with diesels in California. I think this country here is, uh, uh, this state here, California, is very, very, also in, uh, um, from the politician side, yeah, uh, very aggressive, and which is good, which I support, yeah, in, in regards of uh, uh, saving the nature, yeah, and uh, I think we have to 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 uh, show the people that we want to support this politics, and diesel will support because uh, diesel is environmentally friendly power plant. And uh, and it's um, more efficient than a gas power plant. So in the end, we will have both. And uh, when 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 in California, we could even uh, Im Im uh, increase, let's say, from today's three or four percent to 20, 30 percent diesel share. Yeah, it would help really to reduce the energy consumption in this state. And this is, I think, in this state absolutely necessary, yeah? because when I had the discussion last year with the ambient minister here uh, in, in, in Schwarzenegger office, um, I learned that each year one million people are entering this state. Yeah? That was, I think, last year we, are, we had 39 million uh, people in California, and it increases all year by one million. So this state, California, has really an energy problem and diesel can help to solve this problem a little bit. A background question. Germans are known for their automobile industry, for their Fahrvergnügen. Americans have also a huge car industry and like to drive as well. Why is it in your perspective that US car makers are not that innovative like the ones from Japan or Germany? Oh, difficult question, yeah. <laughs> It's not so easy. No. 
uh, I think the, the, the advantage what we have, this high competition in the, in the top segment helps us a lot to develop those technologies, to have the opportunity to introduce those technologies because uh, in the end yeah, the, the company has to earn money. And uh, high tech, you cannot start in the lowest segment yeah, where the prices are too low. It always have, it's a top-down approach normally. So with our industry, yeah, well, let's say we are the top sellers on the, on the premium segment. Yeah, We have this opportunity to introduce those technologies yeah, and then to give it in a, in a medium term then on a wider range. Yeah, and I think this is our advantage. And then I think German engineering is still something in the world which counts. Yeah, So I think a little bit from that, a little bit from that in the end gives us the opportunity to do that. I'm glad to, that I have the opportunity to do those things. Are you surprised that Detroit is kind of sleeping? No, I cannot say. Uh, uh, we have to be careful, yeah? If you look at General Motors, for example, yeah? Um, I think we cannot, we would not accept uh, that the General Motors uh, uh, was the biggest car manufacturer in the world. Now it is passed from Toyota. They have problems. But I think that in the end, this country needs also a good car industry, yeah? Because the car industry, uh, the business is a very innovative business. It's a very, very complex product. So I think this country needs also a strong car industry and the politicians in the end will, will understand that. And uh, I think uh, uh, then also there will be innovative uh, power brands, trends or cars coming from manufacturers like General Motors. I am quite sure. Carlos Peron is not an unknown to Radio Goethe listeners. He started out as a member of the legendary Swiss formation Yellow before he turned to his extensive solo work. Last week he presented his new releases at an event in a World War II bunker in Bamberg, north of Nuremberg. Our Radio Goethe reporter Nina Paula was there and met up with him. Carlos, uh, today you present the new Sal Noir. Can you tell us what's the story behind that? Yes, um, as you maybe know, the grandson or the grand uh, neveu, I don't know how to say, is La Salle Blanche. And I did a, in the early days a remix I called uh, La Salle Noire. But this was actually, it was La Salle Blanche only in rhythm and in the first time without the whips. So many people uh, miss the whips and this was 93, 94 and now I started to rebuild a new, really new Sal Noir and I did choose a location called the Bunker in Bamberg which is totally black painted and here uh, I'm now presenting the new music which is totally new form of arrangement in the, the length of the piece. It's 47.11 seconds long and it's based the music on my new opera the Marquis de Sade. The name is Moi le Marquis de Sade. It means in English uh, I, uh, the Marquis de Sade, 
And this is the whole story about it, uh, how I did this new CD now, which is a, is a part of the opera, you know. What does inspire you? What was the inspiration for doing this new Sal Noir and especially the, the whole opera? I reread the books of Marquis de Sade and because I have a collection of books and I have also a close friend near Hanover who has the, the biggest collection about uh, de Sade books. And, uh, in nowadays, you know, when now Dussard became a, a world literature, for me is now this is, is a challenge, you know, to bring it real brutal. I don't want to have uh, the the Dussard in 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 the in the in the form of the French Revolution, and he was right, and he was a critic, criticism of the system, and so I, I want to have it as the pure sadist. And that's what inspires you? That inspires me very much, you know, you know even also the, the, the histories of Justine and Juliette and all these tragic uh, uh, histories about this. And uh, this is the, feeds my brain to go on to produce. It's like he wants to do that I'm doing this for him. Even he is in the grave. So this seems you are not afraid of big projects because writing an opera uh, seems to me a very, very huge project. You know, uh, me as a producer, I, I produced a lot of songs, singles, and three minutes music. This is for me no challenge anymore. So the last five years I started to do long pieces. For me, the, the, the single, like many producers uh, are doing, like, you know, for instance, DJ Ötzi or Dieter Bohlen or whatever and, and they waste so much energy for three and a half minutes I have not the time for this so I'm wasting my time uh, to do music for an evening yeah. this is my inspiration on this yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of other projects do you have yeah um, uh, this uh, erotical uh, musical uh, the Histoire d'eau uh, the history uh, of the Madame O, which has nothing to do with the book, you know. It's a complete other story, but the protagonists have the name O inside of the name, it's clear, you know. But this is um, near f finished and um, when I'm lucky, then next year we're going to have a, a luxury book out with the DVD on it and with the whole artist uh, pictures of the stage and uh, the clothing, uh, which makes uh, famous designer Hanno Moshoyu, which is an elef uh, de HR Giger which you maybe know uh, as an alien, alien uh, inventor, which I also know uh, from Zurich in my use, you know. So, but this is now all completing by time by time, you know. I hope that maybe next year we have really good results on this. 
Do you have relaxing phases in your life? Because you seem very creative. I'm always relaxing. So um, when I find out um, that it has no sense, you know, to work from nine to five, I stopped this and I decided to have the whole time holiday. And for me, is working in the studio uh, somehow holiday, you know? Okay. Sometime I'm, I'm working for weeks and weeks and weeks for nothing, you know, and uh, I, sometimes I'm asking me uh, how comes the money in, yeah. But some day it, it comes somebody and says, I want to have this and this and this, and I do this how it comes. So I decided to work like in holiday. I'm working now till the early 80s like this and it was the best recipe to work and to have holiday. So you really, really love your work? Yeah, because uh, I, I stand up, uh, I have a little salad and uh, maybe I do a, f a few phones and then I grab into the studio and then uh, the day is gone. And I don't know sometime how I did the music, but I, I come up from the studio and I'm euphoric, you know. I'm like on wings, flying or so. And this feeling is the best you can get. Is there somebody you call when you have written a piece and you have produced it? You call someone, a friend or someone and say, just listen to that, how do you like this? Yeah, I have a, a few close friends I can uh, exchange uh, this, but only a few, and this maybe uh, one, two or three, and I only exchange then with them because I have, um, I, I'm, I'm sure that they are not uh, showing around, you know, because some that time I'm not sure if it's good, you know, so I must keep the secret. So you come from Switzerland, um, in the US maybe everybody is thinking about uh, the mountains, cows and even chocolate when they think about Switzerland. Uh, why, why do they think there is nothing more in Switzerland? What do you mean? The most error is that the Swiss invented the cuckoo clocks. This is not true, this did the Schwarzwälder, you know, the Germans. It's not Swiss. Swiss does high-tech uh, uh, watches and a lot of people only means uh, in Switzerland fondue uh, 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 but mountains and skiing and a little bit uh, tourism but this is not true Switzerland is a high-tech educated economy state you know there were so many different fabrics for instance in Geneva is the CERN you know this is the atomic science stuff and is the most important university on, on atomic science so Switzerland is, is high-tech it's even more high-tech than the US so why did you leave then why do you live at the moment in Germany no I, I didn't didn't left uh, uh, I'm a cosmopolitan so uh, for me the, the my hometown is the world when I'm uh, hungry, I go to Hawaii or I go to Hong Kong or in the next few weeks I go to Moscow. I'm invited because I discovered a, a young 
Russian band who wants to roll up the British market. Can you tell about this band a little bit? The, the band is called Updivers and uh, they produce their record in Germany with co-producers from Peter Maffei and um, the sound is very British and I will deal this group into a major company, you know. So this is the project at the moment for you? Or are there no, this, no. This is side project, you know. Uh, so my label Dark Days, I have a new label created also, and you don't uh, don't forget about uh, uh, on SPV. I'm doing uh, my back catalog, uh, so from '81 till 2005. So I will come in January with Carlos Peron talks to the nations again, you know. And um, then in March I will come in with the La Salle Blanche, uh, remastered and re-edited and with uh, extra CD of La Salle Rouge. And then I'm coming with the Transtrumental. And when all is going clear, I will have there the extra CD from Chico Hablas on it, uh, his solo work he did in the mid-80s. So it's a lot of work and for uh, next year's end of the year is already planned uh, three other releases. And uh, I did also the band Brandenburg, the answer to Rammstein. So thank you, Carlos. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Is there a wish for your future you want to tell us? I wish that Radio Goethe becomes big. That was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Thanks for listening and please find us online at radiogoethe.org.